Welcome to today's uh, Toolkit Tuesday. We are extremely excited to have Marshall White here. He is the marketing director of Guarantee RV. Not only, Marshall, are you the marketing director of the Guarantee RV stores, but you're also the marketing director of the Chevy store, correct? That's right. You, you have kind of the double whammy, right? You're in, in they're, they're different, but they're the same industry-wise. Um, but you had so many different things that I'm sure you've had to change on both sides of the house. So you and your team are uh, uh, <laughs> probably exhausted at this point. Yeah, you can say that. It's been a wild <laughs> ride, hasn't it, for everybody? Yeah, I know. So how are you doing? You're doing well, though? You know, uh, family's healthy and well. Um, you know, it's a major blessing. Uh, our business, like uh, so many uh, dealers, has improved this last four, six weeks. And uh, is really just through the roof. So, um, you know, there's winners and losers in this market and it's nice to be on the good side this, this go around. So. Yeah, definitely. Well, so I know you, Marshall, and I know that you typically have a very robust annual marketing plan put together. So when COVID hit, how did that change things for you? You know, we've been talking to so many dealers. I'm thrilled today that we're actually talking to someone on a different side, you know, a different side of things. You're, you have to pivot, as everybody has been saying, um, very rapidly, and especially having not only RV, but also automotive. You know, how did that change? What happened since, since you had to basically, I don't know if you scrap your plan, or do you modify that plan, or what, what have you been doing? More of a modification, and, and quite honestly, uh, you know, the, the budgets are, um, and the campaigns that, that make up the, the marketing plan, um, they're a guideline. They always have been. We've, uh, you know, I work with, uh, what, 50, 60 salespeople. So, uh, you know, we adjust uh, based on what they need. And, you know, we're in service, you know, not to ourselves, to sales. And, um, you know, if, if we outline something at the beginning of the year and as we get closer to that date, it, it's just not making sense. We've, we've always taken that liberty to adjust the, the budgets and the campaigns as needed if we see a great opportunity coming. In this case, it was a little more dramatic, obviously. Um, you know, our entire show program, for instance, is, is a major section of our uh, budgeting and planning and, and that evaporated overnight. Uh, we were in the middle of an RV show when, um, the, the state said, you know, <laughs> stop, not, not to us directly, but to everyone. And um, so, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, uh, all of those plans were just paused indefinitely. Um, and then we needed to get a little bit more creative in our uh, destination, destination store marketing. And uh, obviously, you know, something, you know, we were kind of planning on, uh, you know, kind of a kitsch little fun thing, reel in the savings for, for opening day of fishing season and in the early part of May, you know, that didn't really make a lot of sense uh, when, you know, folks are, are more concerned with, um, you know, are you clean and sanitary? Do you, do you deliver? Do you, uh, are you following CDC guidelines and so forth? So, um, but, you know, we're used to making those adjustments. And um, I, I guess I 
I like like many marketing folks saw the writing on the wall early on in the process that um, you know there, there's just new requirements and um, I, I felt very convicted that uh, you know not only were following CDC guidelines a key message but also um, uh, you know the fact that there's a lot of people with uh, transportation needs in a situation like this. So yeah. just, just because we have a pandemic doesn't mean that all of a sudden the cars and the RVs go away. Um, it, in many respects, it makes it more important that we have reliable transportation and we can transport our, our family safely. Uh, not to mention all of the uh, economic uh, fallout and um, people needing to adjust maybe monthly payments or interest rates. Uh, so. I, I, like so many, looked at it as, as an opportunity to uh, fill a customer need that's out there, and uh, that that's what we have been trying to do. Right. So without those shows, it doesn't seem to be affecting you as, as much as you had thought? That's a great question. You know, uh, March and April were disastrous months. Um, yeah. And... Uh, you know, May has been uh, able to make up for a lot of the show volume, which uh, in our business is about 40% of our volume. Uh, we travel around to typically, well, we have a remarkable show program, if I do say so myself. And, and I, I'm really bragging, <laughs> I'm bragging about our team. Um, they, they moved literally 200 RVs to 20 different locations around the state. Um, throughout the year. So it, it's a pretty wow. major endeavor. And um, <clears throat> that, uh, that volume, you, ju you just don't make up from one location. Um, but, um, you know, we, we have seen our, our destination store volume increase dramatically. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, we've given the inventory shortfalls from manufacturers, we've been able to hold margin a little bit better because there's no RVs coming to replace them. So, um, you know, it, it's it's working out. I can't say we're making boatloads of money, but we're, we're able to uh, stay in business, pay our bills, uh, keep our, our staff employed. We, uh, we did a few furloughs, not many. I think all told, maybe there were six people furloughed and our, uh, we have a guaranteed cafe because we have an RV park. So our cafe staff had to be uh, uh, laid off temporarily. They're, they're back now. So we're, we're back up to full strength uh, with our, our employees. But, um, you know, that, that doesn't mean that uh, everything is just, you just make up for, you know, February, March, and April right. with one month. So it, it, we're not out of the woods completely, but boy, I tell you what, it, it's, it's really interesting to see this uh, demand be sustained at this point. You know, it, I was kind of wondering if, if how long it would continue, but now we're, you know, we're probably into, you know, a good solid four plus weeks of this uh, uh, strong demand. So, uh, and it, it's showing no signs of slowing up at this point here, uh, June 9th. That's great. And you know, I know there's a lot of people just even personally, I mean, we even talked about it here in, in my own home on from a rental perspective, not from a purchasing perspective, but from a rental perspective, because our both of our vacations were scrapped and we aren't flying anywhere. We're not doing anything. And, you know, we had discussed, hey, maybe we should just rent an RV and go, you know, and mm -hmm. obviously you guys aren't doing the, the rental side, but you do have your RV part. So that is going to help you in the long run. Yeah. So, and that's something we see, Tricia, 
from our customers that, that same thing, the analysis you and your family were doing, you know, millions of American families are, are doing the yeah. same thing. Yeah. So what has changed for you as a marketer that you thought would be temporary, but now you feel might remain part of your future plans moving forward since all of this has happened? Well, there's some kitsch answers. Uh, you know, obviously the power of digital, uh, you know, has been reinforced through all of this. Uh, you know, if you don't have a texting platform, if, if you haven't dabbled in live streaming, you know, if you're, if you're still trying to get your pay-per-click up and running or your e-blast software or, you know, uh, an e-commerce store for that matter, um, you know, those tools, um, you know, they really came in handy during this, this uh, crisis and, and we're not, in my opinion, we're not out of it, out of the woods yet. Um, so, you know, that's one way to look at your question that it, it, it really reinforced what we've been doing in digital with dealership toolkit. Um, and, um, you know, makes us want to keep that uh, investment strong and, and uh, you know, find, you know, continuous improvement opportunities. Um, but another way to answer it is, it, it, for me, <clears throat> as I thought about it, is that the, uh, it, it reminded me just how important camping is to Northwesterners and probably people nationwide. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see this uh, huge demand spike coming. Um, but what we're really seeing, I think, is that uh, customers are, um, uh, not just current customers, but, but the you know, American consumer is, uh, valuing the, the, everything to do with camping, getting away from the news and the noise and the stress and getting back to basics and uh, reinvesting in their family and just treasuring those, that, that family time. Um, you know, that, that's something we've always sold. I mean, in many respects, RVs are the original social, social distancing product. Uh, so, so it's not that we don't know it, but it just it really reminds me uh, that this is uh, this isn't about product. This isn't about price. This isn't about you know the latest sales training. This is this is uh, a very core emotion, emotional need that uh, we have, and uh, our products happen to be very well suited to serve that. Yeah, and taking that direction from a marketing perspective is definitely going to be huge moving forward. I yeah. think it's. Um, you're right. It's no longer necessarily about that price, about that what you have. It is really about, it's a need. It is an actual need for so many that I don't think so many really thought of before. So you are, you no are doubt. absolutely correct. And I mean, any word on when shows will begin again? I mean, have you guys talked about it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> we almost uh, went back out on the circuit oh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we thought better of it, and uh, now, uh, you know, in our state, in Oregon, uh, we can have gatherings. We're in phase two, so we can have gatherings of up to 100 people. So that allows us to do our shows, but of course, we would be splitting our inventory up between two locations, and we have such strong demand here. We just don't want to do it right now. So once we can get re-inventoried, <clears throat> re, um, so to speak, uh, this summer, then we'll we'll head back out on the, the show trail. 
I'm guessing uh, by, by August, uh, you know, if we can do it sooner, we will, but it, it's such a critical part of our business that, um, and any RV dealer that's out on the show circuit right now, I think they're probably killing it pretty good right now. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's I definitely would think a smart so. move. <laughs> so, I would think so. Well, yeah. Marshall, in, in closing, do you have any advice that you would give, uh, you know, another RV dealer or another marketing team member from an RV? A dealership in just moving forward and, and how to really embrace all of this? Is there anything at all that you would, you'd say? Well, you know, that's a great question. I think uh, we all know right now um, that everything relies on used vehicle, used RV inventory. So I think every dealer is, is very focused on getting those trades in, purchasing vehicles, consignments, and just continuing to double down on that. Um, you know, uh, I think uh, letting the business come to you in some respects, don't not forcing it right now. I think we're all um, in that mode where um, there's no sense really overselling, just kind of really take a step back right now and, and um, help, help customers uh, create memories that last a lifetime. I couldn't agree more. Well, I appreciate you coming on and taking a little bit of time out of your day. And like I said, anything that we can ever put out there that might help even just one person, we are very happy to do so with our Toolkit Tuesdays. So we will see you next week. And Marshall, thank you again so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks, Trisha. Have a great day. You too.